Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us at You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale loan to the public, go to rmfp.com. In the meantime, today we are giving away 100 bucks to Optimum Golf. They have two great locations, one in Park Hill, the other one in the Rhino neighborhood. We're giving away a $100 gift card that is good for one lesson with my guy Kyle or... You can have a couple of hours playing virtual golf. We were there a couple of weeks ago playing virtual golf. It was awesome. We played Torrey Pines. It was a ton of fun. And then over the weekend, my daughter took a lesson with Kyle. And I have to tell you, she's had three other private instructors. And the guy that she golfed with, my guy Kyle, helped her game tremendously. He was so stinking good. We went to the driving range yesterday, and she hit as well as she has ever hit. I watched him teach. He was so good with her. He is such a good golf instructor. That's how you can use that gift card. Go play like I have or take a course lesson. Take a lesson from Kyle, and you will absolutely not regret it. Why? Because it's free, but number two, because he's really that good. You could do a private party. Uh, they have leagues and tournaments over at Optimum Golf. Fine-tune your game at theoptimumgolf.com and book your tee time today. Mates, how are you? Doing great. How was your weekend? It was good. I can't even remember what we did. Um, so Me wow. and I went to the golf course yesterday, and we just hit some balls. Uh, Friday night, I can't even remember what we did. Must have been a great Friday night thing. Usually the best Friday is the ones where you don't remember anything, <laughs> I don't right? Drink, I don't drink that much, so <laughs> it, that really wasn't the deal. It was just kind of lounging around the house. I did a lot of cooking, and then I just kind of had a night to myself watching a movie, and that was about it. Me, I had a sleepover. How about you? What'd you do? Uh, you know what? It was a very quiet weekend, and yep. I just kind of wanted it that way. It's the in-between weekend between the conference championships and the Super Bowl, coming back from the Senior Bowl, and just with the coaching search, it's just been kind of go, 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 hectic, hectic, hectic. Right. I just need a couple of days to kind of unwind, so got a couple of nice wa- nice walks in, a couple of workouts, um, had a, and then and basically nullified the workout by uh, going out for pizza one night. Right. And, uh, you know, watched uh, Duke shred North Carolina. Not That didn't make me happy, but, right. you know, it was a good weekend in general. Good. Yeah. Okay. Watched some Olympics, uh, which I know very few people are I, I'm watching not, the Olympics. No interest. No interest <laughs> at all. Time now for the lead. The lead presented by Sasquatch Casino in Blackhawk. Okay, base. Nathaniel Hackett told Peter King of NBC Sports that he plans to hire a specialist to his staff to effectively be a coach for his coaches. I am guessing, I am guessing that guy might be Doug Marone. I am guessing that sounds like the type of guy that he would want. Okay? Because they have that tight relationship with that. So Hackett goes on by saying he wants a coach for his coaches an expert in education and technology who will work with each coach to improve engagement with his players by learning different and more technology-advanced teaching methods. Now, 
That doesn't sound like Marone because he's an older guy, but I know Hackett and Marone are close. Hackett goes on to say, I'm a little bit of an outlier in this profession. I love being different. I majored in neurobiology in college, and there was a chance I was going into the medical field, but what the different paths taught me is that there's just not one way to do anything. I decided I love coaching football. It's so dynamic, so diverse, ever-changing. You better be able to engage this generation of players This is the YouTube generation. He also talked about how he felt he had accomplished something that when he got Aaron Rodgers to actually laugh in a meeting. We know the struggles of Vic Fangio and Pat Shermer, how there was a disconnect between both of them and the players. How much do you think doing something like this will help Hackett? I think massive. I think it's a big part of the reason why he got the job, too. There are some things that when you learn about a candidate in the interview, you realize this is an area in which we were deficient and we can do this differently. Vic Fangio got the job in 2019 by talking about death by inches, and that really hit home with the Broncos people that were doing the interview because you had a lot of things like guys late for meetings and not being punished. There were a lot of little things. Is that, that amazing that, that. that at that opening press conference, yeah. he talks specifically about guys showing up three, four minutes late for a meeting and that kind of stuff continues. Yet that stuff, according to you, happened on his watch. Yeah. That's unbelievable. No, it happened on Vance Joseph's watch. I, That's no, how I he got that. the job. Right. Yeah. And But that he, sometimes you don't realize it, but you say something that the people you're interviewing with, they're like, oh yeah, that was what was wrong with us. And in the case of when he got into his the, the teaching methods, I think that is something that resonated with the Broncos brass that was doing the interview because you had two primary teachers, Vic Fangio and Pat Shermer, who it can be said really struggled to engage especially when everything changed as a result of the, the pandemic, really struggled to make that connection. Right. And here's Nathaniel Hackett, who, when the pandemic hit in 2020, immediately seeks out an expert to try to learn, how can I teach better if I have to teach over Zoom? Right. How thinking, do I do this? Thinking out of the box is great. And I love that line of thinking, but here's the thing. He's going to hire his very good friend as the defensive coordinator, more than likely, Evero. Right. It, it concerns me a little bit that you have such a young coaching staff, a lot of these guys at the higher levels doing this for the first time. And right now, unless he's talking about a Doug Marone, and if he is, I don't know how much Marone knows about technology. I think you need a veteran on that staff. Mike Munchak is out of the picture. He doesn't teach the outside zone scheme but i think i i love the enthusiasm that he has i love that there's a breath of fresh air of young guys in there eager to be great that's fantastic but when you go through a couple game losing streak and maybe things seem to be going a little sideways who are you going to lean on like sean mcveigh led uh leaned on a wade phillips I don't see that right now. I hear a lot of great potential guys who are going to be on this coaching staff. I don't see a veteran guy, and I'm not trying to overreact and say the sky is falling. 
and I'm not saying it's absolutely necessary to have a veteran coach in there. I'm not suggesting that. I'm not saying it's necessary. But, man, I think that would help out Hackett a lot. Does a veteran coach have to be a former head coach? Does he have to be? I think it would be preferable because you know what? Head coaches have a lot in common. Trying to take care of everything. Coordinators don't have that responsibility. They don't. Now, if you're talking about his pops, he was a head coach at the college level. So but- was John Embry, who's interviewing with the Broncos. John Embry's tenure was a disaster. No kidding, but maybe you learn what not to do. Oh, believe me, John Embry I'm- could write a book on what not to do. He let his pals run rampant on that coaching staff, including Eric Bieniemy. John Embry, listen, here, I'll put it to you like this. John Embry, from what I understand, is a fantastic guy. So let me rephrase it. How about a veteran head coach who's had some degree of success, whose program didn't spiral out of control from the day he walked in the door? He hired his friends to be coaches. Now, you can make the case that Hackett's hiring his good buddy from the Rams. And isn't that what CU wanted? Want the whole thing kind of connecting to the Bill McCartney era? Kind of harkening back to that, it was a dis- that was the it, it was a, that was disaster. the goal, and it was a disaster. It was a disaster, but it was considered an attribute when not John Embry was hiring his buddies to be on the CU staff. I didn't see At, it. I didn't see it that way. A lot of people did. It's like well, oh well, oh well, we're we're going back to what was successful here. You know what? You know what? I'm the gl- family the family hire. Remember that? You know what? It's the CU family. I got news for you. I'm glad. I, I'm not glad that I was right, but I was. Yeah. So maybe I but, was on my own island planting the flag. But family hires can be troublesome. At, at, the, at the risk of getting completely off topic. <laughs> Too late. Mike Bone was forced into that hire. And then John Embry hired Eric Bieniemy. Disaster. And a whole bunch of, uh, of his other pals who didn't know that much about coaching. At least Hackett's guys have a resume. Evero has a resume. Interviewed for the Packers' defensive coordinator position. There is a danger hiring your friends and, and guys you're close with. But so far, everybody that's been hired, or we assume is going to be hired, because uh, we're not going to assume John Embry yet, but we assume Evero. The, every, of all the coaches that have been hired, Clint Kubiak is the only one who's not making a level jump. Correct. He's actually stepping taking a half step back well, it's he doesn't from ha- offensive coordinator to pass game coordinator. Well, he doesn't have another offer, but let's face it. He's one year on the job as an OC. That's it. Now, granted, Zach Taylor was never an OC. That's also the first year he's not going to work with his dad. Mike McDaniel. Actually, you know what? Interesting. Clint Kubiak coming to the staff. You know who I would try to bring in as special advisor? Gary Kubiak. So would I. Somebody brought that up to me on Twitter. I think that would be an ingenious idea because he has the right temperament. He certainly knows how to keep a locker room together. I think that would be a great idea. I don't know how Gary... I think Gary knows more about... you know. Gary's forgotten more about football than a lot of people know. But I think Gary knows more about mowing his lawn in Texas than he does about technology. That's why I don't think he would sitting be this, on his mow. See this this role. I don't think it, that we're talking about. This is not a traditional football coach, right? This is somebody to help with teaching methods, right? I think what we're talking about here that there are two different things. I do think you want to have somebody, if not on the staff, in the orbit who can be leaned upon for advice, right? 
but that can be another hire. Like you could have a special, you could have two, say, special advisors, right? A special advisor on teaching techniques, yep. and then a special advisor to the head coach, and that can be somebody like a, like a Gary Kubek. I I think he'd be actually he'd be better for the role than anybody else you could find. Starting with the fact that when we talk about this offense and 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 all the branches of, of the tree. The person who's closest to the the roots of the tree, the tree, the roots of the tree are Mike Shanahan. The person who's closest to that that you can have is Gary Kubiak. Yeah, just just if they hire Gary, just make sure they don't bring back uh, Periani and Dennison, because for Kubiak, it seems like the three of them travel together. Well, if you hire if you hire John Embry, there's no room at the end for Brian Periani. Good. And Rick, and remember, Rick Dennison couldn't coach last season because he wouldn't get the vaccine. Let, let me, so I think we're basically wait, wait. at the point where you're moving on from that college of coaches. T- take that sentence and cut it in half. Start it again. Rick Dennison couldn't what? He couldn't. He couldn't coach last year. Boom. Period. Yeah. Done. Actually, change the verb tense. Can't coach. How's that? Well, he has a lot. He had a lot of success over the years. He did. Yes. Where? I remember back at uh, Buffalo had one of the league's top run games when he was there, OC, and uh, the Jets had one. Remember, the Jets ran for 300-plus yards on the Broncos when he was the Jets' run game coordinator. Right. And again, just because you hit a home run doesn't yeah. make you a home run hitter. But if you if you coach in the NFL for 25 years, you're pretty good at what you do. No, if you coach, if you coach in the NFL for 25 years, you're bound to have a good season or two. Guy's got three rings as a coach. Okay. As an assistant coach, I'm, I'm just saying. It's time to put him out to pasture. I, I agree. I wouldn't be going back to the Rick Dennison no. well. No. I'm just saying he's not the worst coach in the world. No, I'm not, I'm not suggesting that he is. I'd rather have him than Pat Shermer. How's that for a compliment? You really wouldn't want to have Pat <laughs> Shermer then. <laughs> Wait, you, would you rather have Dennison or Shermer? Uh, I'd rather have Rico. <laughs> so would I. So, there you go. He took a step up. Coming up after the break, I know a lot of Rockies fans out there are thinking, man, you know, Dick hired his son. Then he gave him a promotion in the ba- in, in the uh, in the baseball department. I got to tell you something. Read something today. If you're a Rockies fan, you should be ecstatic about the recent hires they have made. Because you know what? Believe it or not, I'm pumped. That's next. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman, Mason. Watch us. MileEyeSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. In the meantime, I want to tell you about Mighty Plumbing, Heating, and Air. Great offer going on right now. You can save up to nearly $5,300 on an exclusive Mighty and Rudd Heating, Air, and Replacement offer. Uh, I got an HVAC system from them, and I can tell you, I could not be happier. For starters, they showed up on time. It's so hard to find that with contractors to begin with. The price I got could not be beat. 
highly recommend working with Mighty Plumbing, Heating, and Air. Now, if you want to get this deal, you're going to get a 10-year parts and labor warranty, whole home air duct cleaning, whole home humidifier, five-year complete maintenance, a smart thermostat, including installation. You're also going to get up to a seven-day vacation voucher to one of 4,500 incredible destinations. That is all included. You're going to get great service. You're going to get the best product out there with RUD, and you might be able to go on a vacation, or you will be able to go on a vacation. Go to MightyPH.com. That's MightyPH.com. Time now for The Buzz. The Buzz is presented by Mighty Plumbing and Heating. Why does Mighty Plumbing and Heating have over 600 five-star reviews? No one has better service, and they will meet or beat any written offer. Go to MightyPH.com. As many Rockies fans know, um, during the offseason, their analytics department, R&D department, that's research and development department, excuse me, got shaved down significantly. With that, GM Bill Schmidt said this about these changes that he has made. There were and are a lot of good people here, but we got to a point where adjustments were needed and fresh people needed to be brought in. We needed some new ideas. We needed everybody pulling in the same direction. Just that statement alone, if true, makes you feel good, right? Yes. Okay. You have to, the first step towards solving a problem is identifying the problem. So here are some of the people he has brought in. They brought in about 10 new people from the outside. We're going to start it off with Scott Van Letten as the director of research and development. Van Letten, who had been with the Nationals since 2017 and won a World Series ring in 2019, leads a revamped analytics department. That sounds good, doesn't it? Very good. Okay. Working under Van Letten will be a guy. Lenten, excuse me. Mm. Will be a guy by the name of, and I'm going to mispronounce his first name, Tewa Hong. He's a data engineer. That's right, actually. Thank you. Yeah. A data engineer who used to do computer engineering and development for the South Korean government. He also has a background in baseball analytics. Mm-hmm. Sound good? Smart guy? Sounds yeah, sounds like it. Ryan Kelly, whose title is data art, architect, joined Colorado after six seasons with the Tampa Bay Rays. Bingo. How does that sound? The Rockies also hired Al Gilbert as its new director of baseball operations. Gilbert who worked previously with the Los Angeles Dodgers as their uh, coordinator of contract and finance, graduated from Stanford, and went to Harvard Law School. How does that sound? It's a nice background. But you want to hear some more about his background? You know what he did before he worked with the Dodgers? What? He was the assistant DA in San Francisco and said, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. I want to go into baseball. Hey. How encouraged are you by this? They got to let him do their thing. They I'm will encouraged by the hires, but uh, you have to let them make the changes that need to be made. I don't think, and there's a woman they brought in who has a really good background in scouting, and I've heard she's nothing but terrific. Well, they promoted their director of manager of baseball research, Brittany Haby, yep. actually is the only returning person from last year in this entire department. These others are new hires. And her job is going to be to scout other teams on how they have built title contenders. That's her job. That is her focus. Mm-hmm. All of these hires are very impressive on paper. 
But it's nice to hear they're bringing in people from Tampa, the Dodgers, the Nationals, all winning franchises, at least for Washington. They won a title in 2019. I mean, they had a successful process and build. There's no doubt about that. Right. Not only they win, but they were a perennial contender. I think you're you're not looking for the team that had the that was that had one really good year, kind of struck lightning in a bottle, kind of like the '07 Rockies, and then quickly returned to the mediocre ether from whence they came. You're right. looking for teams and franchises that have sustained periods of contention. And in the case of the Rays, the Dodgers with a huge budget, and the Nationals, pretty solid mid market team. They've all done that. Here's they the sustained thing. over several years. When you look at the Rockies' media guide in the past, it seems like under every bio, has been with the organization for 10 years and was promoted, has been with the organization for five years and has been promoted. It's going to be nice to see some former employers in this media guide other than the Colorado Rockies. For as much as I criticize Bill Schmidt as being the new GM, because quite frankly... As a scouting director, when I look at all the all-stars that he has drafted, and it's a very limited list of about five or six guys, it seems to me he's doing what everyone has begged Dick Monfort and the Rockies to do. Open your eyes, get some numbers for your phone and your Rolodex, and start dialing. Actually look outside the organization. Right. That was the thing. And again, like I said, the thing that they have to do is let these people do their jobs. Don't get in the way. I don't I don't, don't think get yeah, do you you want you want them to shake things up. You want changes. If they you know if they say we have to change X, Y, and Z, don't offer up reasons why it can't be done. Say, all right, I trust you. Let's go. If these people Encounter roadblocks. They'll all leave. You got it. Yes. Right. I don't think they're going to stick around if, if, if Dick is getting in the way. And that's why I'm, I'm encouraged. Uh, cautiously optimistic. Yes, I'm encouraged, but I have to see that they will be allowed to do what they need to do. Well, because you, sometimes but you we won't do, see it. Right. But well, no, we won't, well, we won't, won't see it maybe initially, but I think we'll be able to in a year, in a year or two, I think we'll see if if there's a different plan of attack. I mean, I think uh, just for example, if we see if the, if the if the Rockies are muddling around five games below 500 at the deadline, and we see them making moves to bolster the farm system to build for tomorrow, I think we'll have an idea that the methodology has changed at 20th and Blake. I, I don't know if it. You're going to see results year one. This is a process oh, on, field, of, on the rec- on the record on, on, in terms of the record in this year. I don't expect right. But I, you're looking at things like that. If if they are more willing to part with players who are doing well right now, who aren't helping them get to the next level, if instead of just kind of standing there on the side of the road, like let's say they man- they somehow manage to bring back Trevor Story in a one year deal, I don't think that'll happen. But let's say they do after the lockout ends. If that's the case and they're struggling and they don't trade him, then I'll think, okay, it's still business as usual. If they do, that'll be a sign that can be justifiably interpreted as things have changed over there. By the way, the name Al Gilbert, 
the guy who used to be an assistant DA in San Francisco, who is now the new director of baseball operations. Mm-hmm. I was told by somebody today, he's on a watch list in theory. And when I say watch list, I don't mean there's an actual list. Many people believe this guy will be a GM in baseball sooner than later. Mm-hmm. Talented guy. Yeah. Right. I'm encouraged. Then again, there hasn't been a lot to be encouraged by. So it's kind of like you've been hungry for a week and somebody gives you half a slice of bread and you gobble it up. That's how I look at this. The other thing with Al Gilbert is uh, he makes the front office more diverse. In fact, he broke into baseball as one of the people who got a diversity fellowship. That got him the job. That got him in with the Dodgers. He's done very well ever since. Coming up after the break, I was at the Nuggets game on Friday. Yeah, how was that? So were my new pals, Nathaniel Hackett. And uh, new offensive coordinator, Justin Outen. Looked like they were having a good time. They were having a great time. Well, some might say the time of their life. And you know what? Right? Well well done, Vance Joseph. Thank you. With that, if you don't know what happened at the game, we'll tell you what happened at the game. And I got to tell you, that was encouraging. We'll talk about it next. Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman, Mason. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending. Presented by Silterhar Mazda. Get to Silterhar in Broomfield for a no-pressure buying experience at Silterhar Mazda. Or find them at sthmazda.com. Okay, every Monday on the show, we do the Rocky Mountain Forest Product shout-out question to our friends Ty Calcade and Evan from the Just Us Guys podcast. I was at the Nuggets game on Friday night, so were my buddies. Well, they're not my buddies, but Nathaniel Hackett and new offensive coordinator Justin Outen. Both guys banging the Nuggets drum during a timeout. Very non-Vic Fangio-ish. Hackett was asked what he's going to be what is going to be different. Hackett said, We're gonna tear it up. Outen was asked what he's looking for, and he said, We're gonna score a lot of points. Of course, that's gonna get the crowd riled up, right? Mm-hmm. Thunderous applause for both guys. They were energized, ready to go. A couple of young guys enjoying the Nuggets game. Who Having ha- the time of his life. Who happened to be Broncos coaches, young guys probably enjoying a couple of pops at the game. How good do you feel about the Broncos moving forward with this type of energy from a couple of young guys knowing we just had Vic Fangio and Pat Shermer? It's a nice change. It's encouraging. And yet, if they don't get quarterback right, it doesn't mean a thing. Well, I would agree with you if they don't get quarterback right this year. But who knows about next year? Mm -hmm. But what's to say that Nathaniel Hackett and Alton can't get the most out of whatever quarterback's on the roster? Because Pat Shermer sure couldn't, right? We we think that he didn't. I mean, it depends. I mean, maybe... 
he got the most. Maybe it turned out he got the most out of Drew Locke. No, that was possible. Scangarello did. He got the most out of Drew Locke. Yeah, in terms of efficiency, basically paring down the game plan to what he could handle at that moment. Right. Yeah. But listen, I don't know if outside zone translates into a better Drew Locke. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. All I will say about Hackett and Outen is, although Outen really didn't work with Jordan Love, Nathaniel Hackett did. And Green Bay isn't very happy with Jordan Love. So there's your caveat. Yeah, but that being said, I think uh, the material matters as well. I think it's easy to blame the teacher when sometimes the raw material in the pupil, at least at an NFL level, just isn't there for sustained success. No, I totally agree with you. You and I talked about it. I believe it was on Thursday or Friday. If Rodon or Michelangelo are the greatest sculptors of all time, how much clay are you giving them? With Jordan Love, it seems like you're getting a handful of clay. Mm -hmm. With Aaron Rodgers, you're getting unlimited clay. Guys, what do you think? I think one reason why it, it comes up is clearly plan A is Aaron. Right. Plan B is maybe you add a veteran for a year, but plan B is the draft. And of course we know that George Payton and his scouting staff, they were, they were at the senior bowl last week. They took a close look at the quarterbacks. They, they interviewed them. I'm sure they will do some more interviewing at the combine here coming up in a few weeks. And they would probably bring in Nathaniel Hackett, Justin out and the offensive staff on that. I read something from a, an anonymous scout mm-hmm. and you were there. And the anonymous scout said Mac Jones would be the number one guy in this class. I don't agree with that. I know you don't agree with that. Then again, he was in the Pro Bowl. He was in the Pro Bowl. He was in the Pro Bowl. Uh, uh, Zach Zach Wilson wasn't. Trevor Lawrence wasn't. Example of a quarterback who is good enough that got into a system that did maximize it. That was a good pupil and a good teacher. Right. And who's to say that Nathaniel Hackett isn't a good teacher. Right. Right? So he worked with the clay that he had, and he turned this guy into a pro bowler. That's indisputable. Yeah. So as much as you love Trevor Lawrence, I mean anybody, or Zach Wilson, or Trey Lance, who could not unseat Jimmy Garoppolo, or Justin Fields, who was not in the right offensive system, Mac Jones was has pro bowl on his resume. I think the thing about this year's class is that there's not a... There's not a clear slam dunk number one, but it kind of with Mac Jones and Justin Fields, there are there are there were good things and there were bad things that you could bring up, right? And I think when you're talking, especially when you're talking about, I think the four that you're going to see in round one in the end. And I think one thing that did happen last week is we got a real good sense who the four first rounders are going to be. And I'd say right now Malik Willis is probably going to be the first one off the board. Most raw tools, but there's a lot of refinement that you need. But he did kind of have that Josh Allen sort of arc through practice where he was doing things much better by day three than day one, particularly functioning under center, which is something he didn't do at Liberty. Right. And then, you know, Matt Corral wasn't there. He's going to have to go through a schematic transition. Kenny Pickett. By the way, let me ask. Can I I finish my thought on Kenny Pickett first? Yeah. I think 
he's Mac he's Mac Jones with a little bit better arm. And that's where I was going to lead. Is Kenny Pickett an outside zone type guy? I think he could run it really well, yeah. Okay. If you believe that. And actually but actually as I looked back over the weekend and rewatched a lot of the of the practice footage Sam Howell might actually be able to run that offense perfectly out of North Carolina. And oh, you love some Sam. Well, Howell. here's the thing. You love Sam. Howell. What did what did we hear from Nathaniel Hackett about what he wants the offense to do? He's going to do outside zone right. and he wants to take deep shots. Mhm. What Sam Howell does really well, mm-hmm. he did get better working under center, which is something you have to do in, in the offense, the thing Hackett runs. Right. But he's got a great deep ball. Right. You can pretty clearly project Howell to run the type of offense that Daniel Hackett wants to run and be able to supplement outside, outside zone with those deep shots. And then kind of the cherry on the Sunday for him is the ability to take off and run, which means the safety has to account for that, and all of a sudden you're not going to play too deep on Sam Howell. You're going to have to bring the safety up, which is going to set up one-on-ones. His deep ball last week was tremendous. A lot of zip on it and accurate and consistently well-placed. And... As I pictured the quarterbacks, the one I think who could bring the vertical element to the game best mm-hmm. of the quarterbacks down there, while also most effectively running the offense Hackett wants to run, looked to me like it was Sam Howell. And you and and you could probably get him by maybe even moving down. You could probably move down three or four slots, easily pick Sam Howell. And then take that extra draft capital and get yourself the edge rusher that you're going to need and get the right tackle that you're going to need out of, the, of this draft probably in the second round. You could take care of all the needs. But again, draft is plan B. Aaron Rodgers is plan A. What do we have coming up on just in case you missed it? Well, if Aaron Rodgers is plan A, there might be another quarterback who we haven't really talked about on this show that might be uh, a plan C or a plan D. If he is moving on from his old team, we'll talk about who that is and why he might be available next right here on Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason on Mile High Sports. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us. SmileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. In the meantime, I want to tell you about my friend Dan McKenzie at McKenzie Law. I did my state plan with Dan, also my living will. And, you know, once that thing was done, I felt that my family was protected. I knew I wanted to make my own decisions. I didn't want the uh, courts making decisions for me. I didn't want doctors making decisions for me. And when that thing was done, 
I felt great about the process because Dan was patient with me and he answered all of my questions. Dan, how are you? Good. You know, where we last left off, we were talking about my college football coach. So, you know, that resolved favorably and now I'm, I'm cool and calm. Do you really think he wanted to go back to Michigan or the Vikings <laughs> said, we don't want you? And now Jim Harbaugh is saying, oh, I love Michigan. I want to stay. I think as soon as he looked elsewhere, he realized he had everything he needed and was enthusiastically came back. You know, it's a good thing. It's a good thing as an attorney, as an estate planner, you are lucid and, and you make solid, uh, non-emotional decisions. As a sports fan, I feel very differently about you. Yeah, well, I kind of got, you know, got sucked in. Everything we do. You got sucked in. You got sucked in by khaki pants. I totally get it. Uh, When people hear the phrase estate plan, they're thinking, well, I have to have a big estate in order to do this. That's not even close to being the case, is it? Right. I mean, it really is, you know, estate planning's about several things. I always point out to people, like, most people are really focused on. Estate planning is something I got to do to explain where all my stuff goes when I pass away. And if I don't have a lot of stuff, or I don't have stuff that anybody would think is worth arguing over, then it's really not important. And um, that's definitely not the case. I mean, it really is about dealing with any situation where you can't handle your own affairs. And that could just be making medical decisions for you. That could be, t- you know, talking to your insurance agent. I keep pointing out to people. Um, I recently tried to add channels to our Comcast lineup, and they wouldn't talk to me. <laughs> they said, your wife signed up for this account. You, we, can't, we can't add channels, you know, for you. Uh, you she's got to call us. So um, there you go. Even that, a minor little thing like that. If she was not around, I'd be stuck not being able to watch the Big Ten Network. Man, you keep going back to this football. You really, you really think that you, you're really hoping Michigan isn't a one-year wonder, aren't you? you? I mean, listen, at the end of the day, you know the old joke. How, how do you get a how, how does an Ohio State fan get a Michigan fan off of his front porch? Uh, I, I have heard variations of this joke, but go ahead. You pay him for the pizza. <laughs> but the truth is, we all know Michigan is a far better school. It's probably right. when it comes to sports and academics, I think you'd be hard pressed to find a better school than Michigan. Thank you. And I have my cousin went there. I have two cousins. One cousin went there. Another cousin went there. And, and that explains why I went to Indiana, that I'm the dumb one in the family. But I digress. Uh, living will. A lot of people don't even understand what this is. But if you don't want to live in a vegetative state, you better sign one of these babies, right? I mean, those, again, when I'm trying to uh, kind of... Um uh, to get people off the idea that this is all about just giving money to people, like I point out that um, those living will cases are really the most famous probate cases in the country, right? I mean, when people are in this state, you end up with situations where Congress is arguing about it. So, um, yes, it is important. Again, this has nothing to do with money. It really has nothing to do with age or even health status. People just sometimes you have some weird event um you know, that puts you in, in a state that is not responsive. And, yeah, it really helps if um, you've got some instructions out there. And it's, that's the least pleasant part of the whole thing to talk about, but probably the most important, frankly. How do people get a hold of the number one Michigan fan in Denver? <laughs> We're losing. <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm concerned that you have a, a lot of Ohio State fans in your, in your uh, listener circle. But uh, it, they can call me, too. It's uh, 303-578-2745, right. or then go to the McKenzieFirm.com. So you are kind of like the state farm for, for Buckeyes fans. Everybody gets the same rate. <laughs> that's a, 
know, there's no, I have worked with a number of Ohio State fans that actually has, has come up and uh, now I charge them the same price. There's no, there's no fee. There's no fine, I should say, for, uh, for you know, choices that you make. Dan, I have some bad news for you. If you have an Ohio State fan sitting across the table for you, from you, uh, they have a lot more to talk about than Michigan fans do. <laughs> so, so they probably wanted to work with a Michigan person. Right. <laughs> hey, listen, have a great day, my man. Okay, talk to you later. See ya. Time now for the final word. The final word is presented by the McKenzie Law Firm. Don't wait before it's too late. Protect your family by setting up a will, living will, or estate plan with Dan McKenzie at themckenziefirm.com. Just in case you missed it. Presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville, Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to mountainhighappliance.com. Just in case you missed it, we have talked about Aaron Rodgers as a potential future Broncos quarterback. We've talked about him at length. We've talked about Russell Wilson. We've talked about Gardner Minshew. We've talked about all the guys in this year's draft class. But there may be a new name worth considering. Uh, you guys tell me, Kyler Murray has unfollowed the Arizona Cardinals on Twitter and Instagram, and he has removed all Cardinals-related photos from his Instagram account. Would you like to see the Broncos make a play for the 2018 Heisman Trophy winner? Look, you don't want to have just one plan and that be it. And if Aaron Rodgers resigns, you want to have other options. You would be foolish not to investigate now, the question would be, how effective would he be running the offense that Nathaniel Hackett wants to install? But if you get the, if, if you look at the film and say, yeah, I can work with him, and he wants out of Arizona, you absolutely give them a call. Didn't Von Miller, when he was going back and forth with John Elway, take all Broncos stuff off of his social media? Yeah, and then he had the photo that he cropped Elway out of. Relax about Kyler Murray. Relax. Well, yeah. I mean, R-E-L-A-X. Like I, like I said, if he's interested and if, if he wants to move on, you make a call. There, there's no reason not to investigate it if you are among the two-thirds of the teams in the league for whom Kyler Murray would represent an upgraded quarterback. Right. And so, you you know, you, you, you do take a look at it. Absolutely. Maybe he wants to go uh, play for the Oakland Athletics, too. So that's always in his back pocket. Hey, you know what? You bring him here, he'd be the best center fielder in Colorado right now. That's true. All right. All right. Just in case you missed it, over the weekend, the Nuggets lost to the Pelicans, then beat the Brooklyn Nets both at home. In yesterday's win against Brooklyn, Nikola Jokic joined Wilt Chamberlain as the only players in NBA history with multiple 25-point triple-doubles on 80% shooting. So massive efficiency scoring the basketball for Jokic. And the Joker's elite passing has long been the calling card of his game. But in a year where the offense is struggling to find shots sometimes, is his efficient scoring ability even more important? He's seventh right now in the NBA in field goal percent. What he has done is nothing short of amazing. And granted, I think his points are up because he hasn't had a lot of help. Okay? Everything is up for him. If Jamal Murray was on, if Jamal Murray was playing, if Michael Porter Jr. was playing, I don't know if his numbers would be as high. 
but it tells you just how much this one guy can absolutely dominate a game if he needs to, and he does it in all phases. It's remarkable. Isn't that what the MVP should do? Yep, I would agree. <laughs> all right, that was a Mountain High Appliance. Just in case you missed it, you can walk in any store, try out the appliances before you buy them, not to mention their sales staff. The best in the business. Listen, when you're making a purchase, like an appliance, a major appliance, you're going to have a lot of questions, and you're working with a staff that is going to have all the answers, and they're going to ask you the right questions to get you what you want, whether you want something to fit your budget or you want to design an entire kitchen. Mountain High Appliance, you can find them in Louisville, Littleton. You can also find their clearance center in Denver. Coming up after the break, ESPN did a ranking of NFL offseason capital, stacking every single team, talking about, well, the draft, and cap space, you're going to love where the Broncos are as they are headed into the offseason. That's next. A brown-eyed girl.